This is RMB's Data Analytics Podcast with Matthew Burnett, where we look at the insightful role that data analytics plays for decision makers. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the RMB Data Analytics Podcast. Joining me on the podcast today is Dr. Mark Nasilla. Dr. Mark Nasilla is the Chief Data Analytics Officer for First Rand Risk and a Singularity faculty member where he lectures on AI, and he is going to be speaking about AI and finance today. Mark, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Matthew. I'm really glad to be here. So, Mark, AI is coming up more and more all around the news in, in, you know, every day. And why is financial services and, and banking, you know, in particular, spending a lot of time and investing a lot of money in AI capabilities? So uh, globalization, you know, driven by emerging technologies combined with some of the social challenges we're seeing across the world has meant that um, every single industry has to reimagine itself to keep up with these challenges. And for the banking industry, uh, for example, um, well, we've realized that uh, we have to resort to remote ways of working to scale up digital channels, implement you know, flexible terms for customers, uh, repurpose our staff uh, to keep up with some of the emerging uh, risks or even new challenges, including offering substantial discounts so that um, our, our our customers can be, keep on uh, using our products and services. And uh, for these reasons, we've had to leverage technology. And one of the key technologies in driving uh, uh, this is, is artificial intelligence. Um, when you look at uh, what has happened in the market, um, this is some this those those challenges and problems have made the banking industry invest almost 12 billion U.S. dollars in the AI industry by 2021. Um, when you look at some of the estimations, because of those challenges, 80% of the banks are already aware that AI has the potential to help every organization um, keep up with some of these challenges. Absolutely, and it is all about addressing those challenges head on. Mark, for people not familiar with, with what AI actually is, can you perhaps explain briefly what artificial intelligence is all about? So AI is an area that deals with making systems, processes, or machines execute um, human intelligence. Uh, this could be making decisions, um, identifying objects, generating language, translating language, or even identifying images. But we cannot talk about AI most of the time and not talk about machine learning, which is a subset of AI that deals with enabling machines or processes learn from data, learn complex patterns, and make decisions with less supervision or minimized supervision. Also, another area that we must think about is deep learning, which is basically uh, designed around uh, the structure of the human brain. That's why sometimes they call deep neural networks, because uh, we as human beings, um, uh, you know, uh, leverage neurons, which are structured in layers uh, to help us generate features so that we can execute human intelligence. That's fascinating. And, and maybe, Mark, a, a follow-up question. AI isn't new, is it? It's been around for a, a long time. 
Why all of a sudden now is there such a great focus on the implementation of AI? 100%. So AI is new. In fact, you know, you could go back um, before the 1900s when the Egyptians and the, um, and the Greek shaped objects to look like gods. But the scientific evolution of AI began in the late 40s, you know, where scientists designed, you know, machines to execute mathematical or calculus functions. But the, the, there was challenges around data that would represent how human beings executed functions or executed intelligence, as well as computing power, which was required to process information as fast as human beings. The other part is the maturity of algorithms, algorithms that will capture reality, algorithms that will process a lot of data. We've seen with the growth of computing power, allowing um, you know systems or algorithms to consume a lot of data uh, ranging from structured uh, traditional data to human and structured data to execute functions so the growth of information computing power and advancements in scientific algorithms that could execute um, human functions has actually led to the growth um, or, or development of AI, which is now uh, making us realize the value of solving some of the complex problems we have today. And, and, and Mark, it's really fascinating because you mentioned some of those challenges there, even from the 1940s. But some of those challenges and some of the risks around AI have, have not disappeared, have they? What are some of the challenges and risks in implementing AI? So AI... Uh, by itself is a new area and applications are new. Um, the biggest challenge I see in the foundation of the adoption of AI is, is literacy, understanding the role of AI. Um, I think for every organization, you have to make sure that um, you educate your organization around the role of AI, including, um, um, you know, educating people around the implication of adoption of AI, which we hear a lot about AI taking jobs, but if, if, if purposefully implemented or executed, AI could actually help, you know, um, uh, drive productivity and allow we as human beings to focus on, on, on human tasks or human functions, which we are much more suited for. The other part is um, strategies for AI. Um, as much as AI can be used everywhere, uh, if we are to drive it in a much more productive way, it has to be used for the right opportunities. So those strategies are important in articulating where it should be used. Um, but also the implication of AI, things like biases, if misused, AI could actually uh, have very, very negative implications. So governance is at the center of making sure this uh, that we do not misuse. Uh, AI, as well as uh, privacy and protecting the value of humanity. Uh, absolutely, and we've seen some of those biases pop up in the news, and it's, it's good that you spoke about governance. As we know, Firstrand has a very strong governance protocol around the use of data analytics and AI. Uh, Mark, my final question to you is, AI is really reimagining a lot of what can be done around the world in finance and in banking. Talk to us about some of the exciting AI use cases that you've seen in financial services. No, thank you. Um, when you look at what is happening across the world, um, digitization is becoming an expectation. 
And when we talk about the digital experience, it starts at onboarding. So it starts at, for example, end-to-end digital onboarding, especially at a time we acquire customers. And we're seeing um, uh, biometric capabilities enabled by deep learning solutions for, you know, um, identifying and verifying documents being used uh, in AI systems to help uh, streamline onboarding processes. An example would be, for example, um, you know, Uber being integrated into a lot of financial um, systems to be able to onboard customers even when um, these customers are not banked. Then uh, risk management. Uh, organizations are supposed to monitor uh, customers' processes, transactions for non-financial risks, which range from operational risk, conduct risk, compliance risk, regulatory and conduct risk, cyber and IT risk, as well as credit risk. And machine, al- machine learning algorithms are much better suited at processing a lot of information and providing an opportunity to have the right focus and have accurate decisions as opposed to traditional ways of judgmental credit. So in, in the first round, we're very, very mature in making in, in the credit space. We've been scaling this in areas like fraud so that we do not have to spend uh, a lot of time uh, using a blanket approach. Then risk decisioning. Um, as you know, analysts spend a lot of time going through customers' details before they make decisions. So AI systems, for example, we have Manila in the risk space, which has, is enhancing the due diligence process. This way, an AI system has to uh, do much of the data sourcing, creating a view, putting together insights. Then analysts have to just spend a lot of their time um, you know, uh, with, with quality assurance and decision making. Then there's behavioral risk management frameworks uh, that are being used uh, to help uh, drive desirability or even uh, monitor certain processes and put in place controls um, so that we can have um, customers or processes not being interfered with. And this is where an AI or machine learning area like reinforcement learning is playing a major role so that we can help um, encourage better behaviors on our, on, on our platforms. But let's not forget about engagement. Chatbots are driving the way we engage with customers as compared to what used to happen before. And you'll see that um, uh, you know, robo-advisors are now being used uh, to advise customers on how to manage their money, uh, engage with customers to verify whether uh, there's no one who's interfering with their processes. But we're also seeing the future of payments being reimagined from, you know, the, instead of using a card at, uh, at a supermarket, uh, we've got facial recognition systems, which are driven by AI, uh, being used to reimagine the future of payments. So you could walk in a supermarket and, you know, uh, these cameras will identify you, link to your portfolio, and you could go check out and verify or validate your payments with, with biometrics. Then we've got trading, um, which is being reimagined by AI. You know, if you go to, for example, UBS, uh, their whole trading flow is driven by AI. Uh, together with Deloitte, they've developed a system that allows with the fulfillment of trading deals, which has reduced the trading deal time from 54 minutes to two minutes. 
and allowing the traders to focus on, on complex deals that require them to apply their mind. Maybe a last application is security, and quantum computing is playing a major, major role in providing protection, especially in an environment where there is so much data and um, that is being used to drive engagement, uh, to, try, to drive partnerships, to meet the value proposition for customers. Um, this way, uh, quantum computers are much better at encrypting data and um, deciphering uh, or identify some, identifying some of the anomalies that might indicate the, uh, the presence of, of, of cyber crimes or cyber risks. So, so those are some of the few applications. There's lots of applications um, that uh, present better, bigger opportunities uh, for organizations, uh, especially in the finance space, to reimagine themselves. Absolutely. And, and Mark, I love the fact that you end off with encryption there. Really going back to almost where AI first started from in the 1940s and, and some of the um, Enigma deciphering machines, etc. So, Mark, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Absolutely fascinating to hear about both the history and the potential future of AI. Thank you for joining us on the R&B Data Analytics podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. All the best. Thank you for listening to R&B's Data Analytics with Matthew Bernath podcast. Subscribe now for more episodes.